Good morning, everybody. A pleasure to have you along. I am Dave Riggert. This is the Anderson Ford Griffin Coaches Show on KFEQ. Coming up in just a second, we're going to talk to the head baseball coach of the Griffins. That is Buzz Verdusco, as his season was cut short this this year. And, and last week, we had a chance to talk with Josh Looney, the athletic director. We had a chance to talk to Coach Williamson, the football coach of the Griffins. And obviously, his impact different than an in-season sport. But we did talk to Jen Bagley-Trotter and just talk about just the difficulty of dealing with your season getting cut short and not having a championship, not finishing your season. And we'll do the same thing today and talk to Buzz Verdusco, the baseball coach at Missouri Western State University. Obviously, no events going on right now, so let's get right into it and talk to Coach Verdusco. Hi, Coach. How are you, sir? Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Have you been able to, to stay safe and sound for the most part? Yes, we have. We've hunkered down at home. We haven't really gone anywhere uh, to the office occasionally, but that, uh, that's really it. I mean, nobody's really been around, it seems like, all that much, even on campus. Are you bored? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, probably some of the projects that you say you got to get done and, yes. and uh, you know, have been on the shelf for quite a long time. Uh, you have a chance to at least half-finish those, like we always do, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, my list is still growing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been crazy. We we nothing like this is is happening in my lifetime. So uh, it's usual. You know, we were just talking off the air, just kind of asking each other, "Can you remember anything like this?" And both of us said no. And you know, sometimes there'll be a storm that comes through, and a nice storm or something like that, and that'll close things down for a week or so. But Things will get back to normal, but it's just, it's now this has been going on for about three weeks and, or maybe I guess a little over two weeks right now. And there's no, no end of the foreseeable future, but this is, this is just unprecedented, isn't it coach? You know, it is. And, and you know, the, I think there's different states that are obviously more affected than, than other states. And so I think what they'll probably do, which is probably smart. Um, you know, like they say, our country's, our country is not geared for this you know we're kind of a um be at work type country yeah and uh it affects a lot of people but there are states that that are more affected which they're probably going to have to maybe sit back and do some of the things we're doing now uh, for a little longer and maybe portions of the other states that are maybe less affected uh, can get back to work but who knows with that you know it's going to be such a it's going to be such a crapshoot as it relates to you know any decision anybody makes really Coach, take me back a couple of weeks ago. You guys were getting set to, to load a bus, go to Joplin, mm -hmm. and play a three-game series at Missouri Southern. You just came off of a three-game sweep of Rogers State, kind of starting to kind of get back to, to your winning ways, and then all of a sudden this happens. Take me back to just just the abruptness of this. We, when you found out how shocking this was, you had to tell your players, you're not only are you not going to Joplin to play this weekend, your season is over. How... Just talk about yeah. how impactful that was a couple of weeks ago. Well, it was pretty. It was pretty surreal to be honest, because I was talking to, uh, I was talking to coach at Southern probably on Monday, and we typically do. We typically will talk to each other, you know, early in the week before the series to make sure, you know, weather's okay and that sort of thing. Anything he has to tell me, what he's wearing, who he's throwing, so on and so forth. So that was pretty routine uh, early in the week. We got to Tuesday. And then some of the rumors started going around that uh, that some things were going to be pushed back and canceled. And, of course, nobody ever thought that, you know, as it relates to what we're going through now. But, 
but as we moved um, probably even into Wednesday, um, I talked to Bryce, and he says, well, they're thinking about everything's on, but they're thinking about having no fans. And so this is two days before we're leaving. And I said, okay, because we got to tell parents, and we have to let everybody know kind of what's going to happen at Southern. And then probably on Thursday, I think we got message from the league that everything was canceled, and we weren't sure exactly uh, when it was going to change or get back to playing or anything like that. And, of course, then the virus started picking up steam, and then it, it went to, you know, not going to Southern to – telling your players that, okay, we're going to postpone this for a little bit to now we're getting closer to seeing all the other big, um, the other big leagues, the NBA, Major League Baseball, so on and so forth, all them canceling. Well, then that's obviously going to trickle into us. And so now what do we do? You know, are we going to, are we going to cancel altogether? What's going to happen? Uh, what's going to happen with eligibility as they made that decision to cancel? And they, they first made made the decision to cancel the championships mm-hmm. and then i think that trickled down to a lot of the conferences in thinking that well if they cancel the championships why are we playing and then of course then the safety issue um, got to the forefront as it related to you know not having that you know limited people catching this and so it just kept going and going and then i had to tell my players you know, in a meeting that they were they were still around. Okay, this is this is what's happening. We're basically canceled for now until we hear from the league a little further uh, down the road. And I really left it as uh, they, they actually they were still here. I really didn't tell them the final deal until we got the final deal that everything was canceled. The league was canceled. Um, championships were canceled. I think that was one of the first things. But it's funny when I walked in to talk to my players and we called the meeting. You know, with social media, you know, these <laughs> these guys knew more than I did about the cancellation <laughs> before I even right. came in and talked to them in the meeting, you know. So that just shows you how fast this stuff traveled and how it affected everybody. And, and I think my players were in anticipation of what exactly I was going to say when we got in there and was it going to be true what they were reading on, on social media, et cetera. So it was a really weird time. We're talking to Buzz Verduzco, baseball coach at Missouri Western. They had their season canceled this spring after uh, they, they after 23 baseball games and six conference games and starting to play some really good ball. And, you know, how did your players take it just having their season end? And, I, again, I'm going to get into, you know, they – they're not going to lose eligibility, which is a great thing right. the NCAA has done. But how initially did they take it that all of a sudden, hey, you're not playing baseball again this year. Your season, maybe your career is over. How did you guys take that? Well, I think at the at the beginning when it really it was more on the postponed side, um, they were, you know, deep down you're kind of hopeful that you're still going to play. But then as they started hearing things, and of course everything, like I said, started, started getting on social media about what's probably and likely going to happen, then it's more like, okay, our, our season is going to be over. And now it's going to trickle in, okay, our seniors and then mm-hmm. eligibility and then all of those type of things. And, and so we had, you know, we had a tougher preseason. And so, you know, we were really trying to find ourselves and get back, which we thought we finally did. And so that was a little tougher too, because, you know, heading into conference and, and heading into a tougher opponent in Southern when we're playing better, you know, it was going to be a really good test. Uh, to see if we, you know, getting on the right track, which I thought we were. 
and then all of a sudden, boom, it's over, like, really quickly. So you move from that, and, and it affects the athletes not just from the baseball side, but it affects them academically yeah. because, the, you know, the campus was basically shut down. Um, kids had to come in and take their belongings from their dorm rooms. Um, everything moved to online. Luckily, at the time, we were we were still during spring break, so it gave us a little bit of a, t- uh, a time period to kind of gather ourselves. And then as other schools are on spring break, then we're watching to see what they're doing. Are they going back? Are they extending spring break? Which is, I think, was the first plan we had as a university. We extended spring break a week just to kind of, you know, figure things out. And then our players are still around. And, and even though their season's canceled, now the university saying for them, okay, you know, come and get your stuff. And basically we're going to move online we're going to wait till midterm grades are posted and then we're going to give you opportunity to you know kind of choose how the whole grading thing will go for each class so it it trickled into a lot of different areas not just not just athletics we're talking to missouri western baseball coach buzz verdusco and coach how have you taken this because this is what you guys play for this is i mean this is your season i mean you guys train so hard and you work so hard you you recruit Mm -hmm. so hard to get guys there you had such a new team with 35 new players uh, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, you're starting to kind of find your rhythm a little bit and, and kind of mm-hmm. all these guys were kind of finding their way and how it what it takes to, to win now at this level. Mm-hmm. How have you handled not having a season and having it cut short and not being able to play anymore? Well, not being able to, it's, it's really tough because not being able to um, be with them to help to help the team get better, you know, and to, you know, however the season would have finished, you know, to, to help them become better, to um, really build the team to what we thought we could build it into. We 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 just didn't have that opportunity. So it's it's odd because nobody now knows. Nobody now knows what the season would have been. Nobody knows that that would have Northwest basketball won another championship. You know, yeah. there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of what ifs. You know that it's kind of it's kind of terrible. You know, to be honest, everything just got completely shut down. And so, you know, me personally, that's. You know that's kind of tough for me for the players um, that they can't go out there and like you said they they work so hard at it and and the spring sports you know were so affected so quickly yeah. and so surprisingly that that you kind of go did this really just happen you know and man sure it sure did you know <laughs> so we're kind of picking up the pieces to try to keep our athletes motivated for class now. That's that's one thing we're right. we're up against to make sure that even though it's online they gotta be self motivated to finish out the semester strong. And uh, President Wilson has done a great job in making sure that the professors are on the side of the students to make sure that they're getting everything they need, um, to make sure that that they have all the information and learning everything they need to learn within each class. And but at the same time, being really student friendly to allow that process to happen um, pretty smoothly, and so you know that's that's been good for the students, uh, thankfully. But we don't even know what holds uh, what, what what the future holds, even moving forward, because we don't know how long this is going to go either. And so you know, just just a quick end, you know, for me it was pretty tough. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it was so abrupt that you didn't even have time to think about it, and now you're probably still trying to no. wrap your head around it a little bit as we talked to yeah. Buzz Verdusco, baseball coach at Missouri Western. And as as we've kind of mentioned a little bit, the one nice thing that has happened, and it hasn't happened yet at Division One, I, I think it probably will, but at Division Two, none of your players are going to lose a year of eligibility. 
So the, the silver lining in this, I, I think especially for your team, your right. entire team, again, some of the seniors may move on. That That's just reality. They may have had a job lined up. They may not just be able yeah. to be able to come back. But you didn't have a ton of seniors. So essentially, you had right. an entire redshirt year with a lot of freshmen playing, a lot of first-year guys playing, as I mentioned, 35 new guys. Now they've kind of been able to feel their way through Division Two, through the MIAA, know what it takes. So the silver lining is you're going to have a pretty experienced team back that essentially had a redshirt year last year. No question. And Coach Loeffler and I, my assistant, we're, we're talking about that, that, you know, that, that could be a big-time advantage uh, for our team that this team really kind of needed. Now, they would have had a, a year to be able to do that, but there's nothing really wrong, to be honest, with getting hit in the mouth, you know, early in the season and understanding now what it really, really takes. And and they started to figure that out as we moved into conference. Um, but still, them not being able to finish, it's kind of tough. But when they come back now, they're going to go, okay, now, now we know kind of what we're up against. And so they could use that information and use that experience, especially for everybody, um, to their benefit. And with so many people, uh, meaning we had so many new guys, you know, that could prove to be a big, big benefit compared to others, maybe. Yeah, I think so, too. Just so, uh, so many guys back. And that, that <laughs> boy, that's nice to know that right now from the NCAA, isn't it, that these guys won't lose that year and, and they can come back next season and have that same a freshman's going to be a freshman, a sophomore's going to be a sophomore, your seniors can come back. Yeah. That's nice to know right away, isn't it? Well, it is. And, you know, we're going to we're gonna lose some seniors. We have yeah. uh, some of the seniors are going to return, um, so that helps. The, the tougher thing, I think, with our, with our team and probably with others too, is the, the younger class because even it, the, the getting the year back rule only is for the players who competed. Ah, so gotcha. anybody we had in the program who was a red shirt does not get a year back. They don't get an extra year. And so they didn't lose a year, but they didn't gain a year. So what's tough on them is they essentially have to go another year uh, being a red shirt, so to speak, because all the players in front of them that, that for example, <laughs> if they're a junior class, right. they expected those kids to be seniors next year graduating and moving on. Well, as you know, as we do our research and we do our follow-ups with our players, you know, a lot of those kids may not be uh, complete with their degrees. They may be coming back anyway to finish, and so why not play? And so now they're going to be here for two more seasons, right? As opposed to that that younger group expecting them to to graduate, and that's not just the redshirts. That could be the freshmen too, as well. You know, even though they got the year back, but it affects them because. You know, not everybody's going to be fifth-year players um, academically. Not everybody's going to go to college four and a half years. You know, some do. Um, so you're, okay, I'm trying to get out of here in four years so it doesn't cost me as much money to, to finish my first degree. But then now this happens, okay, and now I don't want to not finish my full eligibility either, so now what do I do? <laughs> and even though a lot of our players to this point have said, meaning our juniors, have said, yeah, the following year, uh, not this coming season, but the following year after that, uh, I plan on still playing. Well, that's tough. I mean, that's tough on the players, the younger players still in the program, or even the new recruits, for that matter. You know, when they come in, they're like, okay, well, I didn't expect there to be that many players on the, on the field, you know. 
That's a great um, point, Coach, because you're right. It is, it's going to be a slippery slope for a couple of years just because if you have a lot of kids coming back, then all of a sudden there's not – there's just not enough options to play as many guys because you're going to have a little bigger roster too because yeah, you'll no, have some no e- exemptions because of the seniors coming back. So it will make it a little bit difficult on your part, won't it? It really will. And, you know, it's funny because I talked to Rich Price at Kansas um, two days ago and they were talking about what they were going to do with uh, with uh, the seniors and their eligibility and so on and so forth with kids coming in. And, and he wasn't sure – that they were all up for the seniors being able to have their year back, so to speak, because what happens to the incoming freshmen? You might have a player or two who's a really, really good player playing the same position of one of those seniors who are coming back. Are they now going to end up at your school? Are they going to go somewhere else? No, I'm not going to go there. you you got a log jam of guys coming back. (laughs) I don't want to do that. You know, and at the Division One level, many times if he's a pretty good player, he's probably playing as a freshman as opposed to maybe at our level he might be redshirting, et cetera. So that's one less year that that true freshman would get in that program. And if he's really, really good in one of their players, that means typically three years as mm-hmm. a junior, he's looking to get drafted and move on professionally. So, man, it, it affects them a lot of different ways. So I'm not too sure they were real hip on on giving that year back. <laughs> right. so I, I'm not too sure what they're going to decide. Yeah, it's it is. I mean, it's nice to be able to have that option, but it is kind of a slippery slope moving forward. Just and it can affect your program for a few years too because of what you're talking about the log jam and so many players mm-hmm. and everything like that. So and we'll see how it well, all it, works out. Yep, it's going to be a juggling act, that's for sure. Because yep. you know you have so many players. You know what with. with X amount of ability or maybe the right. same ability. And, you know, at some point, us as coaches, we're just really going to have to decide on what makes us to be the best team. And, you know, it might even be a slight, it might be a, you know, a slight advantage to one kid where you probably couldn't even tell that there was an advantage. And that's kind of terrible. But, you know, platooning is kind of a tough thing. And all players will tell you that that you're probably not going to get the most out of each player if you're platooning as compared to if one player is in there getting most of the experience doing it. So that's something we have to decide, and we decided differently this year, which I think kind of affected us, to be honest. We, we platooned quite a bit at the very front end because of that reason, uh, not because of the virus, but just because of the what you know the type of players we had, mm-hmm. the age of our players, et cetera. So we really platooned a lot in the front end of that preseason which I think, you know, looking back, probably wasn't the best move on our end. Um, and, yeah, as it relates to just getting a team out there to win. And so, but everybody got opportunity. Everybody knows. Everybody knows who's who. And that's going to be a big advantage for us moving forward. I think uh, we, it really will. We're talking to Buzz Verduzco, baseball coach at Missouri Western. Because your team really was starting to play pretty good baseball. That They had kind of figured things out a little bit, hadn't they? Well, I think what happened, too, is just like I mentioned, there were so many guys that we gave opportunity to at the at the front end of the year, and those opportunities, you know, with many times as many guys we had were short-lived. And so when they're short-lived on one end, you know, they're short-lived on another if you have a lot of, if you have a lot of players. There's nobody really in there on a consistent basis to really get into a groove, to really kind of figure it out, to play well, et cetera, et cetera. And so once we started settling, okay, th- th- these are our guys. Th- these are the guys that, that we're really going to see in the lineup moving forward, you know, the, the, the Hanlins and, and, 
and Choi and Nolan Meyer and our middle infield. We mm-hmm. just we just were set. And then so now you started to see, okay, what our team could really be as we started moving forward, even from the pitching staff, because they started to improve and they started to pick each other up. And so, you know, once we got into that position, then you saw, we saw the team that we probably should have put on the field at the very beginning and lived with it, but we didn't do it. And, you know, we'll look back, we'll learn as coaches too, but now it's about putting the best team on. And so we're going to do that from the very beginning. But we don't get to do it this year, but at least we <laughs> learned a lot from, from them going through it. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking to Buzz Reduce, baseball coach at Missouri Western. And, boy, it's it's the end of March. Opening day was mm-hmm. supposed to be yesterday. You're supposed to be getting ready for a series this weekend. And <laughs> exactly. you, you don't know what to do with yourself, do you? <laughs> no. You know, like I said, <laughs> we walk our dogs quite a bit, so our dogs are getting thinner. <laughs> So we so we do that. We do uh, we are doing a lot of uh, a lot of the recruiting part. Uh, we don't have a lot to get. Right. You know, we probably have two or three more players that we're still trying to solidify. Um, so we're still doing that. Uh, we're trying to you know build our thoughts on on how we want to approach the fall. You know, coming up, and you know it. it shoot, this will trickle into football. Yeah. You know, football football lost spring uh, spring practice, and so. Now when you lose spring football, now you're kind of coaching on the run. Well, if you're coaching on the run and you got some of the some of the good teams that you're getting ready to go up against, sometimes that's tough, even though everybody's in the same boat. It is yeah. hard. Yeah, it is, yeah. I, I heard uh I think it was Brian Kelly, he was on ESPN and he was saying if if, yeah. if we can't get our guys back by July one, I'm not sure we can play. I do I mean we've got to get our guys back at some point and get them back in shape and everything like that. Because they're just yeah. not going to be in the type of shape that they need to be if they don't get back by July one. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how all this all this pans mm-hmm. out, and it'll be uh, <laughs> it no is question. something we've never seen before, no doubt about that. As you talked to Buzz Reduco, baseball coach at Missouri Western, and you know, I want to get your thoughts on the breaking news this week: Sundance Wicks, mm-hmm. after two years, unfortunately, is going back home. Not not for him, but for us. Unfortunately, he does get to go mm-hmm. back home and be an assistant coach at the University of Wyoming, and it was pretty shocking to a lot of people, but uh, I- I'm sure it-, it was shocking to you, but you also understand in his situation, don't you? Well, I understand in Sundance's situation. You know, he's he's such a great uh, personality in person, and um, just to just to be around and talk with him, he's, he's, uh, he's, really, he's really true to himself. He doesn't yeah. really change, and so that part of it, you kind of know is exactly um, the ambitions and, and what he has and opportunities that he's probably going to get. And so, you know, with that, you know, probably a lot of people aren't surprised, I don't think, as it related to um, him being able to do something, especially back in his home state, and be able to take advantage of that. And those opportunities, you know, are oftentimes surprising. You know, Sundance, Sundance is not a person who – Hey, let me go look for this, look for that, right. see what I can find, et cetera. He's he's not like that. Wherever Sundance is, is uh is the place that he's giving one hundred percent to, and you can see what he did here. But at the same time, you know, when opportunities present themselves, you know, those opportunities for his family and for himself and his career, you know, they deserve to be looked into. And uh, I'm really really happy for him. So that's that's going to be he's going to he's going to succeed no matter where he is. Um, he's a player's guy, and so those those things go a long way. And and uh, we wish him the best. We talked a lot during his time here. We talked about philosophies mm-hmm. and player philosophies and recovering from losses, and and you know just player relations in general. 
and uh, I learned a lot from him, and, and, and it was this good conversation through the time. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt about that. Did you have a chance throughout your almost 20 years here of, of, of going somewhere and having to make that difficult decision? Have you had some chances throughout the years? Um, maybe a couple times, um, but nothing really officially. You know, sometimes right. those things presented to you uh, either in a late night phone call. Sometimes, right. Would you consider this? Would you be thinking about that, et cetera? Um, and I've never been, I've never been um, a person who really looks all that heavily either. Uh, I've never been really a job jumper, as people call them, you know, but um, that's kind of a negative term, I think, for some people. But uh, job jumping is not the same as taking advantage of opportunity yeah, either. No because doubt. I think that those are two completely different things. Um, but at the same time, you know, you have to weigh that stuff. And I think we're, I think where you are sometimes in your career, you know, Sonny's got a young family. And I think all those are factors, too, when you're trying to decide and when those type of opportunities yep. come up, no doubt. as surprising as they might be. Um, if, he's, if he's older in his career, you know, does he take on that situation? If he's much younger than he is now, you know, does he take on? So uh, a lot of it's timing, a mm -hmm. lot of it's, you know, where he is and, and where he feels led uh, at the time to be able to do it. And uh, he has a really good gauge for himself. He has a he's a good gauge for college basketball so him to be able to do that and and he's been around so he has experience mm -hmm. and so you know it's not like Sundance is 25 years old you know he he understands what uh, he understands what he's doing what's best going to be for him um and he knows what's right and and he knows what's right for his family too and he's gonna he's gonna make all those right decisions well unfortunately Season number 21 of the Buzz Verduzco era got cut short this year, but I do think, as we talked about it, it will, it will make Missouri Western better in the future. And I think they'll be very good coming up next year. Coach Verduzco, as always, a pleasure to have you on. Thank you very much, and be safe. We'll talk to you again real soon, all right? Thanks so much, Jay. Stay safe with that family. Will Keep do. Hunker down. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Hey, my friend. Bye-bye. Buzz Verduzco, baseball coach at Missouri Western, one of the best, no doubt about that. Griffins were playing good ball, too, and unfortunately their season it did get, get, get cut short as uh, they finished after just 23 games. That'll wrap things up this morning. Thank you for listening. For Coach Verduzco, I am Dave Rigert. This has been the Anderson Ford Griffin Coaches Show here on KFEQ.